It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah. And that is a real one because... I don't know. You guys didn't get to hear it, but I'm excited. You just got me a little excited, Al. I'm not yep. going to lie. You just, independent of nothing, we weren't talking about this at all. Mm-hmm. You just started firing me questions about the Major League Baseball playoffs. It got me fired up. Oh, you're no, we're, fired we're here. up about it. Yeah, we're here. It's me fired up about it. That's good news. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's scenarios that will play out. You got the Mets and the Braves kind of coming down to the wire here, which will in in an indirect way benefit the Dodgers oh, for sure. that they are going down to the wire like literally I think right now maybe it's a half game separation whatever the case is and in the other look every every playoff team right now is playing for something you can maybe make the case that the Cardinals are not they, they don't they have enough of a cushion in the division and they're not worried about a wild card spot or anything like that yep. so that's the only team that you could say well really do they have something to play for night in and night out What's that? I don't think the Dodgers do either. Well, and I'm 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 not counting the Dodgers. Okay. Dodgers don't have anything to yeah. play for. And then you got all these other squads. The Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers are all just trying to get in. Yep. Atlanta and New York are gonna fight probably all the way to the end so yep. they can get that wild card. Or I'm sorry, they could get the bye. Because if you don't get the bye, we're just you know, let's say the Atlanta Braves end up having to play the Padres in the first round of the wild card. And the Atlanta Braves Win in two games. You just got. They're all going to be in Atlanta. Let's say they sweep the Padres and win both games. You just fired your two best pitchers to just get now an opportunity to go up against the Dodgers. It is, it is a completely different circumstance for the Dodgers as it was last year. It's it's different for the Dodgers, but it's exactly the same. The the scenario that the Braves and the Mets are going through right now is exactly the, the Giants same and the Dodgers. The Dodgers and Giants went through, which is. We're going to fight until the last day of the season. Mm-hmm. We're going to run our guys out there until the last day of the season because there's an advantage to being the division champ as opposed to being the wild card. Right. There's an even bigger advantage this year because you do, you get to skip a round. You don't even have to play in it. Yeah. You can set up your rotation and all of these things. The team that doesn't win it, to your point, A, we fired all these bullets and we still didn't get it. Okay, now we got to go play the Phillies or the Brewers or the sure, Padres. Sure. And here goes Max Fried, game one. Okay, game number two, Kyle Wright, Charlie Morton, take your pick. You're firing your second best guy. Yep. Now you win. Okay, maybe it goes to a third game. Maybe you have to go in there. You fired your three best guys. Sure. You're opening up that next series with your fourth guy, at you know, maybe your third guy, fourth guy. And now all of a sudden, your best pitchers, Max Fried, Kyle Wright, they're not going to pitch until games three and four in that series again. It's a huge In a five game set. In a five game set. So it's as a, in. They're probably only you're probably you're only going once. to see them once. You're going to get them once, and if you can beat one of them once, you're in a pretty good spot. All right, and this just let me play this out for you too, because you know you might look at it. Fired up, well, I just think think this about that. Great. Think about the 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 way you just laid it Tell out too. More. That is such an <laughs> advantage for the Dodgers. Dodgers last game, the last game of the regular season. I want to say it's October fifth. I think that's okay? right. Something like that. October seventh is when the wild card starts. So if you're the Mets and the Braves and you're playing till the absolute end, you're playing your guys through October 5th, and then October 7th rolls around, you're starting your wild card series. Mm-hmm. It's October 7th or 8th, I think, is when these when they, when they both start. Mm-hmm. You're starting a wild card series right away. When does the first round of the playoffs start that the Dodgers are actually involved in? What do we say? It's the 11th? Yeah. They still have three weeks until they play again. So if you go if you go a three-game set, you play in the 7th, the 8th, and the 9th, you get one day off before you start facing the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The the Dodgers who have been sitting at home, yeah. Clayton Kershaw is healthy, Urias yep. is healthy, they're mm-hmm. rested, that Mookie has had some time. If he wants time, he's Everybody. got it. Everybody. Everybody's mm-hmm. got it. And I had a moment last night um, watching the Dodger game. Mookie made a diving catch in right field. I don't know, fourth or fifth inning, whatever it was, doesn't matter. Um, he's running for the ball. Again, the, the game, it literally doesn't matter. They're not going to run down the best yeah. record ever. Yeah. They, they still technically could. They can mm-hmm. afford one more loss along the way. But you see it. It's this little flare in the shallow right center field. And here comes Mookie, full speed, dives, makes a great catch. And you're like, get up. 
get up, get up. And he does. Pops right back up. No yeah. big deal. No, but I, I know it, what you mean. It's like, I know dude, what you mean. Mookie, come on, man. 100%. Please, please. I get it. You're wired one way. You go yeah. 100% all the time. You don't know how to not do that. I, I, I get it. Can we not do that? Can you just let that thing fall? Can you? Yeah, we'd lose ten to two. I don't care. You know what it is. You You know what you know what it is. It's if if this is the final week of the regular season. I wonder if there's just still so much time left until the postseason starts that they're like, we can't turn it off right now. I just like they can't mentally turn it off. You're not wrong, but. If, yeah. if I can offer a butt to this, did you get a chance to see any of those two games yesterday? No, I did not. I didn't see much of the first one. Mm-hmm. And I, it was I watched, when we were, I think, when we were doing our I show. Was, I was in a caloric coma post pizza yeah, too. That's right. I, I really couldn't <laughs> deal with anything at that point. But I did watch the the late game mm-hmm. last night. <laughs> nah, no, man, they're not. They don't give a damn. They're they're out there. They're taking their at bats. Tyler Anderson was pitching. He yeah. pitched okay. It wasn't great. You can't fake urgency. You can't fake, hey, let's not fall in any bad habits. The Dodgers in the early game and the late game. I only know what I saw in the early game from what I read and some highlights online. But that was about as sloppy a baseball as you're mm-hmm. going to see them play. And it wasn't disastrously terrible. Yeah. But they got hot in the first game and came back and won. It, it is, you're right. You got to run your guys out there because you need to see major league pitching. You need to see the live arms. You need to, all of these things. But the edge and the crispness that they've played with for really five and a half yeah. months, it was not there. Do, do you know why quitting? Do you know when they? Do you know when they? Um, I I noticed this with the Dodgers. I'll use as an example when they faced the Padres. Do the games matter? They don't, but they matter for the Padres. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have a little extra. Like okay, well. We kind of have something to – we can convince ourselves we have something to play for here because they need it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I don't like, want you to have – you want it, therefore I'm not going to give it to you. And we also want you to understand that – I think we talked about this once they, they played that series. It's demoralizing for a franchise to continue to lose the way they do to one franchise. You always want to kind of have that edge. Hey, who knows? Maybe the Padres beat the Braves two out of three, and then we're facing the Dodgers. And the Dodgers just— your lips to God's ears, And and, and you don't want the Dodgers to—or you don't want the Padres to have any confidence if you're the Dodgers. But the case is, you can't create that against the Rockies. You can't create that against the Diamondbacks. You can't create that against the Giants. Giants, you could fool yourself. Well, this is a rival. This is that. It's almost a joke because the Giants are playing for nothing. I I feel like they are— trying in certain series to convince themselves there's something to play for but ultimately you're right it's there's like quicksand in the 60s (laughs) you're just you're struggling and you're getting nowhere it's a fugazi it's not real it's a movie absolutely is saw something um uh, online last night where they compared the stats since the acquisition of juan soto and the acquisition of joey gallo Hmm. unreal they're shockingly similar and there's probably the numbers that matter like ops and slug and things like that the advantage is to gallo i i'm not here to tell you that joey gallo is a better player than juan soto it's more just what's happened to soto since the trade it's all of those things it's mm-hmm. what's happened to soto since the trade it's the good fortune that the dodgers have in finding guys and say hey, come on over here and let's see if we can't get some of this squared away yeah he's still striking out a ton but he is hitting some home runs and the Dodgers basically got Joey Gallo for nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I think it was a bag of sunflower seeds and a dill pickle. Right? There were there were there was there was nothing to to get Juan Soto. What the salt and pepper sunflower seeds. It was the Hotel Dell. Mm-hmm. It was the Midway aircraft yep. carrier. It was SeaWorld yep. and the San Diego Zoo. And the eight freeway. The eight is and gone. They every, took the eight out. And every player that the pod they got the rights to Tony You can Gwynn. go eight west, you can't go eight east. Tony Gwynn's now entire history is now the Washington Nationals. <laughs> it's been erased and relogoed as Tony Gwynn Washington Nationals. And they're getting the same thing. Yeah. Soto's gonna pay dividends, obviously down the road because yeah. he's a terrific player, mm-hmm. but just goes to show you that there there is something about environment. There is something about the way that those things go. Got a question for you. Yep. Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. okay, head coach of the Detroit Lions. Pretty colorful guy. He's the guy that, you know, we're going to go out there and we're going to bite their kneecaps yep. and then we're going to bite all of you don't have any teeth. I'd rather have no toes than Renault. Okay, cool, dude. Really funny. He, uh, he was very colorful during hard knocks most recently. 
He put out, uh, he didn't put out a tweet, but a reporter was talking to Dan Campbell about his Monday night football habits when Mm -hmm. we had two games and asked how he spent his time watching Monday night football. Quote, normally, like any fan would, I fell over backwards in my chair drunk after the second half. I couldn't even take notes anymore. Woke up, couldn't read my notes, but I'm back in this morning, took some aspirin, we're good. That's funny. Hey, man, how'd you watch the Monday night game? Hey, like everybody else. Fell asleep in my chair after having yeah. too many beers. Looked at my nut. Didn't even make any sense. But here we go, ready to go. Uh, he's not some guy that's going to work at Ford the next morning. He's the guy that's in charge of one of 32 NFL teams. His team's a little better than it used to be. They compete. They play hard. Is that funny or is that like, dude, I'm going to need you to take this a little more seriously? So I'm trying to find out. I'm curious what he makes per year as the head coach. Let's assume it's $5 million. Let's that assume. Feels about Let's just right. stay with five. Um, no, it's not like everybody else because you're making $5 million a year to run your football franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that after a good win and you feel good on the plane going back to Detroit, you have a glass of wine and enjoy yourself, you do what you got to do. But I love the like everyone else. No, it's not like everyone You're else. You're not everybody else. I- I'm just saying, and you know, some people may disagree. I know he's his own personality, everything else. That's a bad look. I, I-, I don't know what else. If if tomorrow, and I know this is um, – this is, uh, we know what Sean McVay is. Sean McVay has a certain perception, and Sean McVay kind of lives, breathes, and dies football. And I'm sure right after a game, the f- thing he wants to do most is get right back in the video and everything else. But if McVay had a quote like that, or go down the list of different coaches in the McVay league. McVay actually, after the, the the Atlanta game, said he goes, it was I like, need a drink. I, I, hey, how, coach, what do you think about the way that he goes, Woo, I could use a couple of drinks. That's not I passed out drunk in my chair and couldn't read my notes. They're, they're, those are very different responses, right? To your point, Sean McVay would watch everybody and, and, until his eyes crossed and he couldn't figure yeah. out what I'm looking at anymore because of fatigue from watching too much football. Dan Campbell got Blake-faced and fell asleep in his chair. It's funny but I don't want you in charge of the thing that is you know super what? important. I had a moment to think about this when you were talking. I want him to go further. <laughs> I want him to say next time, you know, Saturday night before the game, whoever the hell they're going to play, they got a game against the Commanders. I want him to <laughs> talk about how he was at the University of Michigan. I didn't even get, he didn't was get in, to the stadium until kickoff. He was at a frat house, and he's smoking a six-foot bong and he's just drinking Jägermeister with everybody else. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear that moving forward. And then I pulled up to the game. I had the wrong parking permit. How crazy is that? I had week seven's parking permit instead of week three. thought we were on the road. I went to D.C. first. I didn't even know where the game was. Okay, help me out here. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. I'm, I can't recall. Slee, maybe you know one off the top of your head. Okay. Give, give me the last, and I'm not saying did funny things. Tommy Lasorda was really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tommy Lasorda had a really good sense of humor and was very, very funny. There was never one time in your life that you didn't think he was fully invested in what he's doing. Give, give me the last time we had a super but colorful, out-of-the-box guy who was also great at his job. I was going to say what's funny is I think he is fully invested in his job. However... How he gets to can, wherever can, he can gets both to. Both of those things be true at the same. I, I don't. I think that he, when he's working, he's fully invested. But Sean McVay's not going to. I don't know if Kyle Shanahan's going to do that. No. I don't know if Mike Tomlin no. is drinking himself into a stupor on Monday Night Football. I don't think that Bill Belichick. I don't think is. Hey, I had six bottles of wine watching the Jets and the Bills play, and I passed out. I, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, that's awesome. See, I, 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 I'm sure we're missing somebody. I'm sure there's somebody that's a Billy Martin showed up for work drunk and he was pretty good at it. But and I'm not I just it feels this kind of goes back to what Emily was the talking 60s about. Sixties in Fields. baseball was it probably like every manager? Okay, can I just I know that. Do, do you like to read? Yeah. Okay. This it's an old book and okay. it's super dated. And oh, I think a you've mentioned this book before. That are deeply inappropriate and are air quotes not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go read Ball Four. 
It's a book about Jim Bouton in the 60s on an expansion team. It was called the Seattle Pilots at the time. They became the Milwaukee Brewers. It yeah. doesn't matter. He keeps a journal over the entire season, and the way that these guys behave, he was a Yankee with Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle and all these guys. It is unreal. It was listed as one of the – Already interesting. Not sports books. It was listed as one of the 100 best books of the 20th century, in, in American books, right? Not sports books, books, period. Ball four, Jim Bouton, and I guarantee you, you'll enjoy yourself. Book's been out for 50 years. It's it's unreal. Looking for the Ball Four audio book right now. There you go. It, it is outrageous, and there's going to be points like, oh, that's not funny. It's not funny in 2022. It was funny in 1969 or whenever this book was written, so just take it with a, uh, a grain of salt. All right, um, Sean McVay, speaking of coaches, very, very innovative idea at the end of the game on Sunday, only it might not have been his. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. <sighs> I just I feel like uh, the local librarian. I went in and tried to convince Taylor to go get the book. I've been trying to get usually Ball four. It's old. It's inappropriate. It's dated. It's also pretty funny. 30 bucks on Amazon, though. 30? Yeah. That's a lot for a book. That it? Yeah. That's, that's a lot for a book. No, that's longer, new. no longer interested. <laughs> <laughs> I was super interested prior I, to that. I, you know what? Price count. Bring it tomorrow. I have a copy. I might have two copies. I just, I'm just saying, I don't read a ton, a little bit, but when I find something I like, I'm going to make sure that you know and about it. And you go it. all in. <laughs> Absolutely. How about John Wolford being the guy that said, hey, yeah, Coach McVay? We should uh, run this out the back of the end zone. McVay was talking about how they, they – I guess that's a play, they, a play that they practice when you have to kill like 10 or 15 seconds or whatever and you don't want to have to punt. They yeah. have punt blocked earlier in the game. That John Wolford says, hey, how about that thing we practice? And McVay's like, that's the spot. It's pretty cool that he I love listened that. to that. Well, I, I love that. I love that it's open enough, that dialogue, that conversation between a player and a coach. It's like, hey, what do you think of this? I mean, this is in the middle of the game. Granted – um, they did have a pump blocked. Granted, you were up six, so a safety literally does nothing. Those two points are completely Field irrelevant. Goal still can't beat you. But that's that's a good idea, and the fact that that's not coming from an assistant coach or the head coach, and you're open enough to take a suggestion from somebody else. I love it. I think it's great. There, there's something about guys, and it's not like it's not uh, it's not Tom Brady giving the suggestion. Right. It's not it's not a big time name. It's not LeBron in a in a timeout calling or, a play, or even Raheem Morris, who is a former head coach. Like Wade Phillips, like what? What? I'm going to run this back a little bit. When Sean McVay was hired, he was the boy wonder, right? He was 30 years old. And nobody really knew who he, he was. He still is the boy wonder. He, he's he's still, still the youngest, youngest coach, coach in the league. Stupid. But he was smart enough, and never mind smart enough. Let's put that aside. He he's obviously plenty smart. He was confident enough mm -hmm. to go get Wade Phillips, who'd been a head coach in Dallas who'd been a head coach in Denver, yep. who'd been a head coach in Buffalo, who had literally spent his entire life in the NFL, right? His, the son of Bum Phillips had spent 60 years around the NFL and said, hey, Wade, can you be my guy? Can you be my Sherpa through this and help me? There are things I don't know that you know that I need to know. Be my guy. Most, most young managers are not surrounding themselves with somebody who probably knows more about it than they do. Right. So fast forward to this. 
this isn't coming from another former head coach yeah. like Raheem yeah. Morris, who's going to be a head coach soon enough. This comes from the backup quarterback, who I think has played in a grand total of two NFL games. Hey, coach, don't forget about that thing. Yep, you got it. It just speaks to his leadership. It speaks to his level of comfort in being able to take ideas from anybody and say, you know what, that is a good idea. Let, yeah, we should do that. And I'm empowering his people. It empowers your people to bring you more good ideas. Yeah, and it's not common for – first off, there's egos and there's insecurity. That's comes with everything. comes in relationships, comes in business, comes in sports. And it's also uncommon for somebody that young to have neither. I'm not saying that Sean McVay doesn't have an ego that he thinks, trust me, I know what the hell I'm doing. I'm not saying that that's not there, but you can still you can have an ego and you can have confidence in yourself, but at the same time, be more willing and acceptable to say, "Hey, if you guys got something that I'm not seeing, come tell me." A lot of people, no, 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 I, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm the one with the Super Bowl ring. Hey, I'm the youngest coach in the NFL. He doesn't have that, and that's and, and maybe there's certain areas we're just not privy to it, but maybe there's certain areas that he's more. Um, he's more secure with or insecure with, but it doesn't seem like this. This isn't a perfect example because mm-hmm. he's had so much success. But do you think that the backup quarterback is whispering in Bill Belichick's ear? Probably not. I don't think Belichick <laughs> – no, he does. He knows who the backup quarterback is. Uh, probably. Probably. You, you're the backup quarterback, right? Yeah, number seven? Yeah, okay, come over here for a second. Might not know his name, but he knows the face. You're the guy that throws passes when um, Daniel, not Daniel Jones, what's his name? What's the guy from Alabama? Why Matt I, Jones. Matt Jones, Mac Jones, thank you. Um, you, you. you the guy that backs up Mac, right? Okay, come over here. Got any ideas right here at the end of the game? Not it's an chance. intern going up to a CEO. You're just not running this right. Sometimes the intern has a really good idea. Oh, yeah. That's the point, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to listen to these guys. Um, I don't know. Maybe you go going around the room getting ready for the Cardinal game this weekend because it is an oddly important game for both of these teams. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. An interesting. Here's, here's the scenario. You mm-hmm. tell me if this is the Cardinals or the Rams. Okay. They're 1-1. One one. They could very easily be 0-2. Okay. They both escaped week two by the skin of their teeth. Mm-hmm. They both look like they're probably something less than they were a year ago. They both are playing football that's not particularly crisp. They're both going into a game with a, their first division game of the year with a chance to kind of jump out front and get on top yeah. of this and start to feel good about themselves. And the loser is going to feel like, you know what, we are in big trouble. We're one and two and haven't played well, and the season's nearly a month old. Which of those two teams are the Rams and the Cardinals? It's identical. Exactly. And and, and what's funny about it is it could be identical, yet completely two different storylines. I've said this the last couple of years. I remember we were talking about the Cardinals and you know, last season you were talking about how you're just not they're not a threat. They're it's not a team that you're worried Never about. Felt like they were. But with all that said, I, I still kind of felt like, hey, they made the playoffs. It's the Arizona Cardinals. I'm sure you can make a case that them making the playoffs, they're walking away saying, okay, we faced a team that ended up winning the Super Bowl. They can have a storyline and convince themselves that that's not a bad season. Mm-hmm. So we walk into this year. Can you do it again? Can you get back to the playoffs? Are you progressing? Are you moving backwards? I, I think it's safe to say, at least through the first two weeks, and I know what happened last week, I don't feel like they're going to be the team that made it to the playoffs, that they'll be one of those few teams that are um, even in the postseason, but we'll see how things play out. The Rams, it's they're probably not as good as they were a year ago. Not right now, they're not. But you are the Super Bowl champs. Everybody's always kind of looking forward to go up against you. And the scripts are very similar. I would not have thought of going into the fourth quarter of both of those games last week. I thought the script was going to be, Cardinals really suck. That's just not a good team. They're 0-2. And the Rams had a bad week one. The Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL. But they came back and they handled Atlanta. Let's see what happens moving forward. Now, all of a sudden, it's if the Arizona Cardinals found a way to be 2-1 and by the time this weekend's over, and the Rams will have lost to the Buffalo Bills, the Arizona Cardinals, and then barely squeaked out a win against the Falcons... That's a bad look. I don't think that's going to happen, by the way, but that'd be a bad look. I think the Rams are going to win the game, too, because they beat the Cardinals. There's just some universal truths in the universe, and the Rams usually beat the Cardinals. They usually have a favorable matchup. I believe that that's true again. However, if we get to, let's see, game's at 125, pregame show starts at 1130, postgame show ends at 430, about 630, we'll be done with the postgame show. Okay? 
the uh, Coors Light postgame show starring Travis Rogers and Kirk Morrison. Um, if they lose, we're having a conversation. We're, we're really asking, not hey, why didn't they play well against Buffalo? Hey, what was up with that old line? Hey, why didn't they only? Why did they only throw the ball to Allen Robinson twice? To are they good? Or are, are they just not? Are, are they having that thing? That's where a perfect question. They, too. Are, are, are they good? Because mm-hmm. right now, I think, yeah, I think they're good. They have too many good players not to be good. You can't have Jalen Robinson or Jalen Ramsey and Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. You can't have all of that and not be good unless we see a third game in a row that just doesn't look very good. And that's a different conversation. And that's that's what's on the line. Yeah. If they go out there, let's say they win the game, I don't know, 28 to 17. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford throws three touchdowns, no picks. Aaron Donald sacks Kyler Murray a couple times. Keep him moving. It just, and, and it just looks sharp and crisp. Yep. You're like, you know, that took a couple of weeks. That was their preseason. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Everything's good. That's fine. The opposite of that is, wait, what the heck is going on? Can a on Cardinals right team that nobody really feels like is that good or a quarter away from I'm being 0-2? I don't think they're I don't feel good it. either. No, I, I, don't I, I, I don't. There's not. They don't give you this feeling. Why that, not? Because I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Is it just that Kyler Murray's just not that guy? And by the way, I, the, I don't isolate Kyler Murray. I really okay. don't. I, I, th- I think he's – Kyler Murray's one of those quarterbacks in the league, and th- this is not uh, – you're probably not going to have too much success if this is the quarterback. You're going to have a week where we're all talking about him, and then you're going to have two to three weeks after that where you're saying, yeah, he didn't have good performances. Tua. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah I mean, two or three, six touchdowns, yeah. four in the foot. You're like, But wow, Kyler Murray Tua. has those games. Sure he he had one against the Rams last year, yeah. right, where everyone's like, wow, look at Kyler Murray. Can you do that consistently? And th- that answer to me is no. I don't think he can do that consistently. He did it for – 15 20 minutes on Sunday against the Raiders. Now he did it at exactly the right time, but that game, what does it see? So it's 60 plus another 10 of overtime. That game was about 70 minutes long. He was bad for like 50 minutes of it. it it's well, not- you were even talking about could, um, from a coaching perspective, oh. was that potentially his, you know, if, if they lose that game 22 to not 25, whatever the score is, right? Are you starting to look at the Arizona Cardinals and saying, wait, are we resetting? Are we starting over? What you're doing is Cliff King. If if that went the way that it, it looked like it was going to, yeah. to a blowout, the Raiders blow them out, twenty seven to ten, okay, and it was never that close. Cliff Kingsbury's job is on the line this Sunday against the Rams. Mm. I think that's what it is because you're smoked by the Chiefs, you're smoked by, by the, the Raiders, Raiders, and now you're coming in against the team that's just walked you up and down the street yeah. for a couple of years. It happens again, you're gone. Even though they just extended him, I really do think he came that close to being one loss away from having his job. Instead, the Raiders were like, no, we're good. We won't. We Raiders just... like, we'll take care of this. Say, <laughs> Slee was rooting for us? Wait, hold, yeah, hold on. on. We're good. You should show up as a Cardinal fan this week. Do me a solid. Just confuse everybody. Just, just, be, don't. just do it because you have at least some semblance of warmness in your heart for me. Throw on a Cardinal's hat. You don't even need to go to the game. Just pick up a Cardinals hat, walk around, say, I really like the Cardinals to win this week, and see if They'll you can't fine. throw the mojo off. They'll be all right. Who? The Rams will be all right. <laughs> hope They'll so. be okay. I hope so. I I don't know if they're good. Shh. By the way, I they do, I don't know. I think so, but I don't know. Ten and seven in the NFL is good. Y- yes. Is ten and seven good if you're the defending Super Bowl champions and you have that amount of just high level talent? Yeah. That's the goal, right? Yeah. It's, they're, they're not going to go 6-11. and 11. No. They're, they're, they're too good. That, when I say good, I don't mean are they going to be 500. I don't mean might they backdoor. No, you're the talking playoffs. about good. Thinking, can they win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. again? Good. And right now, last season, after three weeks of the year, there's no question in my mind they were good enough to win the Super Bowl. They were 3-0. and They smoked Tampa in the third game of the season. You're like, that's a damn good team. Yeah. I don't know if we're saying that right now. I think that's a yeah. We'll see. Let's let's, let's get hot. Who do they get in the first round? Who, what does the what does the matchup look like? It's a very very different deal. All right, Lakers eleven days. Is that what we settled on, Slee? Yeah, Monday, October third, their first preseason game. A week from this Monday. A week from this upcoming Monday. So a week and a half away. A week and a half away. The Lakers play their first preseason yeah. game. And what what is a success? As we sit here right before the start of the season, what's a success for the Lakers? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are we blessed with your parent, uh, your presence, Greg, because you got as excited as I did when Al started breaking down the Major League Baseball playoffs? He's like, yeah, but if this happens and that, I'm like, yes! Yeah! <laughs> All right! What's this? Let's You're go, in. Al. Like you, you got hooked. It was incredibly exciting. It is fascinating. We, we were just talking about this. It's literally a mirror. The Mets and the Braves are the Dodgers and the Giants last year. Yeah. And whatever team will have an incredible disadvantage going into the postseason. It literally mirrors what the Dodgers were going through last year, and, and it's going to be a big advantage for them this season. they got to, they got to fire all their bullets right to the end of the line. Yeah, right, because you want to stay out of that wild card. Because instead of this year, you you get a bye through the first round, basically. Right. you got to fire all your bullets. Even the team that wins the division is going to have to expend a tremendous amount of effort to do that. The, the Giants ended up winning and then lost in the opening round but here's, to so, the Dodgers. So use that, what he just said. Let's say Mets win the division. Okay. So now Braves got to play in that wild card game. Yes. So they will have one day off before the uh, before the wild card starts. And if they go two or three games, you pick. It doesn't matter. The date is already set for when that Dodgers potential Braves are going to go. On. It's going to be October 11th. They'll have used at least their top two pitchers, and if it goes a third game, potentially three guys, and they would have one day off before then. They here's Julio waiting for you at Dodger Stadium. Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be tough. I'll I'll say this about the Mets though they're they're doing it the right way that they the Dodgers didn't do last year. Like Max Scherzer just pitched he pitched six innings of perfect baseball. Yep, taken out after six innings and sixty eight pitches. They are, these guys are all on pitch counts to be ready to go, so they're not gonna get. But they're fighting for the division. Yeah, but it, yeah. They're, no they're fighting question. For that. It, I I I hear the Scherzer thing, Berg, but. The fact of the matter is, they, if if they get into a situation a week from now where they have to win, they're going to ride him. Well, of course they, they have to. They, they have to. That's the point. They don't have to do it right now, but we're getting and, and so do the Braves. Like all of this stuff yeah. stacks up, and whoever gets that wild card and the Dodgers are going to get in the divisional round, right? They have at worst, to Al's point, used their best two guys just to get to you. It'd be amazing. That's a huge advantage. And if you can win those first two games, like let's say it is the let's say the Braves pass the Mets and the Mets have to use DeGrom and Scherzer right off the bat, then you're gonna have somebody possibly Chris Bassett is going to be your game. Or he could start. have to pitch a game three. He could yeah, <laughs> right. It could be. So Taiwan Walker could right. be starting. So use game that one. DeGrom they use huh? DeGrom. They use DeGrom, they use Scherzer. And you may not see him until game three or four. I was gonna say, and it's a five game set. Yeah. So you're gonna see those guys once. You know, yes. that, that's another yeah. key advantage for them as well. I mean, listen, that's what you get for winning 100 and 238 games. games. 133 games, yeah. That's, that's what you get. That's what I'm pace for, right? It's 133. It feels yeah. like it. <laughs> now, it's still idiotic. We've talked about how it's all set up because they shouldn't have to play the Braves or the Mets in that in that first round. I don't think it should happen that way, but it's going to still happen that way. I mean, they're going to have to tweak that a little bit next year. Like They're going to they're gonna see what happens here, and they're going to see a team that wins 112 games play two teams that are both 100 I like teams. how it's set up it's out of the first, shoot. second, and third. Those are the three best records in the National yeah, League. Yeah, but you can't have three buys, right? I mean, I guess you could, but if you have the two buys, I'm okay with the third divi- the divi- the division winner that doesn't get the buy plays the worst wildcard team. The other two play each other. I'm okay with that. But after that... Reseed it. Re- just the, the Dodgers get the weakest team that's left. That, that's is, all is I'm asking Is there for. reseeding in other sports? I mean, I, yeah. I probably should know this. In, every, in, in hockey? In the in, NBA? Well, I know hockey. The NBA, yes. they, they don't reseed in, in NBA, do they? NBA, it's set up. So one goes eight. I mean, it, it technically is reseeding because... 
No, I mean it's not like if eight. For instance, if, if eight if eight beats one and two beats seven, you're not two doesn't get to then play eight. They would still have to play the three or six. Yeah, it stays that way. It stays, it stays that way. So but, they don't but, but but this is why it's okay. It's okay because before the playoffs even start, it doesn't matter who won your division. No, you see what well, I'm saying? Oh well, yeah, no, you're in conferences at that point. That, that's that, the whole point of the conference. But by that, the way. that's that's the one thing in baseball that they're just doing wrong is just stop. Give you can credit somebody for winning the division. But to hurt a team that has the, basically the Dodgers should be playing the Cardinals in the second? first round instead of the, the, uh, the Atlanta devil's Braves. advocate argument to this is, and it makes sense by really incentivizing the division is you're going to get a race between the Dodgers and Giants last year. You're going to get a race between the Mets and the Braves this year that we will get the next two weeks are super important under that circumstance. Okay. So. The point being that you should have to get punished if you drop into that wild card round. But you should have to go on the road necessarily. You should have to get a weird draw. Because the, here's the other thing. We're talking about where the Dodgers get a bad deal. The the, the real penalty is you have to play the Dodgers in, in, the, in, the, in so, your second but, but, round. But that's the point. Why should the Braves have to play the Dodgers in the second right. round? Shouldn't the Braves and the Mets have to play each other in that, that second round? That benefits the Dodgers. It doesn't benefit the Braves. But the Dodgers have the best record in Major League Baseball. Right. So in a sense, it's hurting the Dodgers that they have to play. If I said the three best teams no. in the NL today, who are they? No, you're right. They'll have to go through both. I understand that. But the point is... The Dodgers are the team that nobody wants to play. Absolutely. Atlanta is the team that's going to have to go through both of them, but you got to get the biggest, baddest guy on the block out right away. They're, they're the Whoever is the NL East wildcard team is the team with the greatest disadvantage. The Dodgers are the team after that. So this is why you incentivize. I agree with that. Right, which is yeah, why you don't. That. Which is also why you don't reseed. As much as it sucks that it's going to work out this way, that we're going to have to play the Braves and the Mets most likely. You know whose fault it's, it is? It's the Cardinals. Win more games. Yes, seriously. Win Cardinals, more games wrong than the wild card team. Well, and, and that's the funny thing is the division, the tougher division, is where the Mets and the Braves are. The Cardinals are trying. They got a big cushion on the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers probably won't even make the playoffs. They're not they, going to. At they're this not point, this big think. threat. I think they're out. That, that's kind of the point: is that the Cardinals had an easier division, still didn't win as many games as the Mets and the Braves, and were. Are you still on your fantasy that people are going to care about Aaron Judge all of a sudden? It bummed me out that it happened last night. I heard you. Cared. I heard you say this, and yeah. I, you're still you're you're a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> well, that's more from my eating habits than <laughs> well, yeah, the Aaron Judge stuff. Wild, but no, by the I way, said, thank you for taking the rest of that pizza. You're, well, you're welcome. It would have happened. Two slices about is strong I was about you. in the morning. How good was okay, it? By so the way? I was really really hungry this morning, and Wasn't I didn't bring food. I probably should have brought food. That's on me. But I was like, you know, yes, it was very delicious. So good. Cold pizza out of the fridge. Cold pizza. I love it. But so, yeah, I was thinking about you. I was like, I don't want Travis to have to eat more pizza. I'm going to take it over for him and help myself the so exact thoughtful. same time. But no, I do think that this Aaron Judge thing, as much as I don't think 60 means as much as 62. So I think 62 means a lot more because it's it's the AL record. Nobody has nobody's ever hit 62 in the American League. And it's also he's a Yankee. So the fact of the matter is because he's a Yankee at 62, I think there's going to be a bigger push to see it on, live on TV I than there has been. I think the same amount of people, and I include myself in this group, right. will care about 62 that did 60 last night. And I was just, um, I was bummed by the fact that it was, look, it was a great call by Michael Kay. It was a towering home run. They ended up winning the game, you know, well, Stanton, Stanton. Stanton did his thing. Um, but it was just kind of like, yeah, oh, yeah, Judge hit 60. It, it wasn't that you, 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 you're old enough to remember the so the, the whole ramp up to 60 it was, was a, a big it was deal. amazing. Then every at bat after that was are they going to get to 65? Are they going to get to 70? It was, every single at bat was met with this unbelievable news network. Your were mother and in. sister knew about it. Yep. Well, it was, but it was also different because there was two guys going after it at the exact same time and they were pushing each other and who was going to hit it first and there was a there was a fight to get there. That's not here this time. Now it's it's. Aaron Judge versus history versus Roger Maris. Does it is it legitimate to you? And I don't want to say is it legitimate. Do you look at this as okay? We if he gets to sixty two, we got a new guy. I I don't look at it that way. I w wish that I did because I hate Barry Bonds so much. But if I do, th I do think that this is not the seventy three is the is the total. He got to seventy three. That's the total. Whether he did it using steroids or not, he he got to seventy three. So this is just the AL record. But he's a AL record. In the American League, 
as a Yankee, I just think it has so much. And I and just because I don't believe that it's the new record, there are plenty of people out there, especially those old you know Hall of Fame writers, that think that this leather will be the record. on their jackets, <laughs> right. leather elbows on their tweed jackets. Those guys, yes, those exact yeah. guys. <laughs> but like they will believe that this is the new record. It's not. You know why? I agree. It, it, but a it, because it's not. And B, Barry was that good. I know he was on everything under the sun. And by the right. way, I'm not throwing accusations at anybody else. I don't know who's on what, so I'm just going to assume that it's everybody all everybody in that time it, was. Yeah. Well, and, and let's not limit it to that time. No, <laughs> we, oh, we, I'm sure people yeah, are still. They, on I, it now. I'm just saying that I don't know. So they're I'm just, just gonna really assume, good at it now. Of course they are. Yeah. Course, are Barry they? was pretty good at it. It was the guy that got are they? caught doing are it. Are they that good? Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody, but the, the the guys that are good at it, you'll never know. You know what I'm referring to. The Tatis thing. I'm like, oh, are they? No. Are, are they that good? Well, some people are just. Dumb. <laughs> are, dude, are that guy that can't good? even ride a motorcycle without <laughs> roading, ending up on the newspaper. I mean, this, uh, I'm not saying they're all arsely. I'm saying that some of them are. And oh, hey, you don't know what what it's like to have a ringworm. Leave Tatis. <laughs> leave Tatis's name Keep out, out of your mouth. Your mouth. Exactly. Well, wait, right. was it the ringworm or was it getting a haircut? <laughs> Both. Oh no, he got the haircut. Maybe he, got the he had ringworm, ringworm from in his the hair. Haircut. Yes, That's right. That's yes. totally. That the clip, forgot about that. The clipper had ringworm on it, and it spread like you know wildfire. Barbers don't clean anything. You, you, you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so this happened yesterday at some point. I didn't get a chance to hear it myself at, at, at the time. You you brought it up to me this morning, Greg. That handful of people sent it to me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. Thank you for sending it. Apparently, they were doing something on Levitard yeah. show about the top five producer nicknames. Is yes, that right? Top five producer nicknames, and number five from Stu Gotts was. You have it, Emily. I do. Top five sports radio producer nicknames of all time. Oh wow, this is big. Number five, Trav. Travis Rogers, legendary producer, the Jim Rome Show. Something, it's not a great name, Trav, but it worked perfectly for Jim Rome. Yeah, it did. It was like a razor. Yeah. (laughs) Number four. All right, so... Here you are, here's the funny part Wait, about but this. Were you even Trav on that show? <laughs> you you beat me to it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. That, I worked on it with you, you so I we knew were. This. That's when we first met each yes, other. When yes. you would fill in for me or Jay Stu. Yes, exactly. You were our, our go-to guy. I worked for Jim for just shy of 15 years. It's like 14 years and a handful of months. Um, I feel really, really confident. I mean, I would hope so. It's you. That you should know he this. never once called me Trav. <laughs> You were T Rod. He would call me T Rod. He would call me Travis. He would. He would. He would. He would call me producer Travis. Like they, he would call me a handful. I don't think he ever called me Trav. Trav one time. I mean, I call you Trav. Yeah, no. People, Sliwa calls you Trav. People do. I'm 100 percent comfortable with. But Jim Amanda never calls did. you Trav. Yeah, I, I, I. Chris calls me Trav. John and Steve. Uh, they, they, uh, yeah, I'm comfortable with. Jim never called me Trav. Like, <laughs> so I he called me T Rod. That was that the people when when people address me as T Raj, I know where they started in my professional journey. They go back to the Rome days when I was doing that because that's what I was called on that show. So I think this is what we should do. So George Sedano is very good friends with Dan Lebitard. Okay. Let's get his hotline number. Tomorrow you call them and you tell them, hey, I appreciate the love, <laughs> but you're totally wrong. Yeah. I'm t Rod. I'm good being fifth. I'm just good being on the list. I'm just <laughs> right. glad that people remembered. He said, it's been a minute, <laughs> right? It's been. What, uh... It has been a while now. It, oh, my gosh. It's been 13 years. Jeez. Yeah. What do you like better? Do you like t Raj better or Trav better? Trav. Trav, yeah. what did what did LZ call you? He called Sweet you Tea. Sweet Tea. So what is your yeah. favorite? You I like that a lot. Sweet Tea is really strong. I like that a lot. That's a good one. It, and it gives me a certain cachet it does. that, that <laughs> I, I can't get from Trav, right? It's, right. It's, and if I get Sweet Tea, I know where that comes from. Right. I know that comes from the morning show back in the day. Yeah. It's a good oh, deal. So each show has its own little thing. Now, did you have a nickname when you were, it was Kelvin and Travis or Travis and Kelvin? No, no. You uh, were that just, was just Travis? Just Travis. Just Travis. That's just no fun. Just getting started here. People didn't quite understand my deal. <laughs> 
didn't quite understand where I was coming from. It is a happy 63rd birthday to Dave Coulier. Do you know who Dave that is? Dave Coulier, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Cut it out. <laughs> That's him. That's him from from, from Full, House. Uh, Full House. Yeah, yeah. It, cousin was he cousin Joey? Joey? He was Joey. Cousin Joey. Yeah. Come so you, how old? You, I'm I'm old my enough cousin, to know okay. about some Full House in my life. So I'm playing golf with um I'm playing golf with Malibu Country Club. I don't even think it's there anymore. It's a public golf course in the in the canyon in Malibu. Uh, it I must think have been beautiful. It was great, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's gone. I haven't been out there in 25 years. Um, playing golf with this guy, I don't know. I just get randomly paired up with him at one time. Turns out he's a super good guy, Mark Haley. What up, Mark? And we become friends. You know, we ch- exchange numbers like, hey, if you want to play golf again? Yeah, give me a call. So we do it a few more times. We're out there one time. He says, hey, I'm going to a party night. Do you want to come? Yeah, sure. I'll go with you. We go to Dave Coulier's house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it he lives his, in LA? It was his party, and it was awesome. Really? It was awesome awesome it was was john stamos so, there nope there was oh. it was just it was it was there was i don't know 25 people there give or take something you were like one that. of the 25 with and, dave and coulier I, I was a friend Cut of it a friend out. <laughs> but i'm sitting the whole time like that's cousin joey <laughs> drinking beers <laughs> uncle having, joey uncle joey yeah it was uncle it was joey. uncle joey because yeah. that was that show was never i know it was on forever it's never in my wheelhouse really it was never something but wasn't that I, tgif was it yeah yeah it was on tgf right with, with, oh they're uh, not old enough that, for yeah, TGIF. family matters and other on things. ABC Family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was one of my favorite stories. That's, ended a, up, that's a fantastic ended story. Ended up, had just ran, never saw him again. I, you, you didn't would, get his number and you're like, hey, <laughs> no, Dave, he didn't join us for golf. Let's, uh, let's go hang no, out. You can bring Mr. Woodchuck. Do you know what happened on this day in 1970, Berg? 1970. Today is what, the 21st? 21st. September 21st, 1970. 1970. Yeah, I got no clue. The first ever Monday night football game was broadcast. Really? The very first Monday night game. Is that Howard Cosell? The Browns, I don't think it was. I think he joined it a little bit later. 31-21, the Browns beat the Jets, and I still think those teams were bad then. They're still <laughs> bad now, and nothing has changed uh, since 1970. Well, they were obviously terrible now, too, so I, I can't imagine they were good at any points. Was Jim Brown on that team, maybe? G- no, Jim Brown was gone by 1970, right, Michael? Yeah, he yeah. was, he, he was okay. gone at that point. 69 was random, Thank you, Michael. Random. How about this one? Did you know that Vince Scully was offered the Monday Night Football job and turned it down? And turned it down? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm glad he did because he wouldn't be in with the Dodgers the whole yeah. time. I think Keith Jackson was the voice of Monday Night Football in that very first year. Yeah, that's way past when I was I mean, alive. It's, it's even before my time, which <laughs> right. doesn't happen very often around here anymore, but <laughs> that's how it goes. This is this. Like, Michael was probably in his like late 50s at that point. Or <laughs> <laughs> When you're talking about the, oh, the, the 1971. You know, like you, you know, you're a like you make me sick. <laughs> You always say, well, that's before my time. I don't know. But then again, you, you follow history, right? Like Some. John Kennedy. You know about John Kennedy, course, don't John you? Kennedy well, there you go. Well, that was in my time. He was a defenseman for the uh, Boston Bruins. John Kennedy was killed in 63. Where were you born? On my birthday. 1963. Yeah, John see? Candy. John, John K- Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, John Kennedy. We're not talking about the great outdoors. <laughs> That's or, what I, yeah. <laughs> he can't be president, but he's Canadian. <laughs> he is Canadian. You're right. John John he's not allowed John Kennedy. in. I, well, obviously, I know that. Who doesn't? There you go. So you right. should know about Keith Jackson, too. What do you well, guys, I know who Keith Jackson is, too. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Um, the guy who caught Judge's 60th last Ooh, night. Nice. He, he yeah. was with a group of buddies, him and three of his friends, college guys in New York. They go to the game. Uh, Michael Kessler catches the ball. They just give it back to Aaron Judge. You got an autograph. It, they, they got an autograph bat and some balls. They got a chance to meet with them and all that. I love it. I know that mo- that ball is probably worth several thousand dollars, but I absolutely love that they're like, dude, you hit it. You have the ball. You don't have to sell it. Just let me shake your hand, take a picture, get a bat. I, I dig that. Total missed opportunity. <laughs> Total <laughs> missed opportunity. Opportunist Total, Totally could have gotten okay, so Travis, much more out of that. You're at the game. You're behind in your mortgage for six months. <laughs> You know, you're facing foreclosure or well, eviction. Michael, then what under, do you do? Under these set of very specific criteria, yeah. he's never getting that ball back. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but if if I catch it today right. or if I'm a college kid yeah. and I don't have, right. you know, just those I'm, financial I'm gonna, problems, I'm yeah. hook him up. Yeah, that's true. Now, if, I, if I'm behind on my By the way, medicine payments, give me a, I'm going to take care of it. Give me the years and amount of his contract next year. He's 30, right? Yeah, but he's going to play until he's 40. Yeah, so he's 30 years old. He'll get... On the low end, forty-five a year. I easy. bet because easy. The, I easy. think the, who who is Scherzer at the top? Scherzer's like forty-two. I think he's, I think he's the highest now. Something like that. I think it's at the top. So it's forty. That's over would, three years. I wouldn't so. be shocked if it got to fifty. Fifty for how many years? Fifty a year for how many years? Well, it depends. Does he if does he want to go, go short years? term? No, no, no. Uh, he will. Uh, he'll go. It'll be seven years. Three fifty. 
That's 50 a year. I think it'll be that sounds maybe cool. like 330. Isn't that what Machado got? Like Machado right got that. 330 over a much longer Yeah, like 12 years or something. Well, Tr- right. Trout got four over 12 60 years or something. Right? Like yeah, that. but he doesn't have the consistency Trout does. But it's going to be, and boy, if the Yankees blink, the Mets, you know, Steve Cohen's a billionaire with an open checkbook. The Mets are going to zoom in there what, right what about away. The, Dodgers? Okay. the, the so, Giants actually want to get a piece of him, yeah, too. Yeah, what about the Dodgers? Yeah. Right, let, let's, let's do that. Let's do a little super cross talk. There's Mace. I was waiting for the whoop whoop. We heard it in the back. Michael My whoop's getting better. John is here. Berg, why? I don't know why Berg ejected. You sound clear-headed, Mace. You feel no, better? I'm getting good. You know what? I went to uh, acupuncture yesterday, and it made all the difference in the world. She, I don't that know. Works. I don't know how that stuff works. I don't she either. Needled me all over the place, and then she stuck a couple of cups on my chest, and it <laughs> released a lot of congestion. So, yeah, no, I, I'm feeling. I'm I'm getting better. I'm on guys, my way. Have you guys ever acupuncture? A lot. It really works. Yeah, a lot. Michael, you don't do Michael, it, do you? you tried it? Acupuncture? Uh, no, no. It looks like it works, though, but I wouldn't do it. Why not? Because um, black people yeah, don't Yeah, it's like been around for like 4,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to a doctor? They got to chase us around the, around the emergency room, around, the, around his office. Come back here. It's a black thing. It's, exactly. No, it's a good answer. Okay? <laughs> I'll give you credit for having a good answer. Exactly. I'm sure a lot of black folks are agree right, with me. So wait a minute. You, Michael, you threw out the Dodgers yeah. as a possibility for Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, so in that scenario, they don't re-sign Bellinger. Sure. But doesn't Bellinger have another year? He does. He's, he's, he's Just arbitration, of arbitration. And arbitration it's not going to be a big number. For, it will not be a big number. It's a, and by the way... Well, Michael, that wouldn't be good for Trace. I know. Yeah. No, <laughs> it wouldn't. But I, I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's a 0% chance. Mm-hmm. But the thing, it's not, Would he play left? I think you'd put him in center field. You could maybe move No, him. I don't think he's good enough to play he's center. He's played 80 games in center field for the Yankees this year. I mean, but how well? I'm not saying that you leave him out there forever. You can put Mookie in center. You can yeah. put Judge in left. There, there are options. But he's not a, a statue. He can he can play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not dissimilar to what it was with Freddie. At the end of the year last year, Freddie Freeman's a free agent. He's going back to Atlanta. The Dodgers, yeah, sure, you could move Muncie here or there. Next thing you know, he's in L.A. with the Dodgers. It's, it's not totally out of the question, I don't think. No, I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart. Uh, you know, aside from Bellinger is going to come back for one year on a low arbitration number. Mookie obviously is making his money. Trace is there. Joey Gallo's there just for a short time. Chris Taylor's there. But, I mean, you technically do have room for an Aaron Judge. Well, of course, you always have room for an Aaron Judge. But I'm saying, in terms of their lineup and their and their depth chart, I, I think they could sign Don't Aaron you guys Judge. think if the Yankees screw this up, it's the Mets? Because I think I think that's most likely. Yeah. I, Although you know what has come up a lot. I saw Buster only talk about this on one of the ESPN shows. He said the Giants are going to be in it for Aaron Judge. Um, I think that the Giants. Well, I'm he trying- said Giants and Mets are the two. Yeah, Giants, Mets, Yankees. Those were his three. Where Aaron Judge won. Yeah. Out. The Giants sold part of their uh, ownership stake to Buster Posey today. I don't know how much money they have, but I just don't think money is an issue for the Dodgers or the Mets. No, They'll just no, pay whatever it costs, and and so that makes it you know ridiculous. So Taylor, what do you do with the raccoons? <laughs> is he, is he there? Or, yeah, yeah, he's there. I, I did a little uh, swinging at him, but I just scared him away. Yeah, see, I got a lot of raccoons in my backyard. I got a lot of, uh, I think it's uh, possums in my backyard. There are coyotes in our neighborhood. In fact, Juan wants to get, because our dogs go inside and outside. Um, Juan wants to get these things called coyote rollers. They're the, like these big roller things that go atop at the fence so that if a coyote tries to jump in, the roller will actually keep him out and keep him away from our dogs. I mean, that's just being neurotic, but how there are that, how does coyotes work? all over. Like, how does a coyote roll? That doesn't, you'd have to have one on every square inch of the, the Every fence. square inch of the fence. That is what Juan wants to do. And I said, I think that's overkill, but I, you know, I, I go you along. look like you're, I go along fulsome. to get along. Yeah. You'd have your backyard be like it's a, a really dog tall prison. fence. It's eight feet high. I mean, I don't know oh, how get over that limber these coyotes are. Oh no, they Taylor, can, they did can your uh, phone number end in 01, Your cell? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna send you a video. <laughs> Do not mess around with these raccoons, man. <laughs> Do not mess around. With I use my dog Reagan, who passed away recently. Uh, one day was barking, making just a bunch of noise. And I couldn't figure out why. And we have these baskets underneath a bench outside. And uh, and all of a sudden, I, uh, I looked up, and there's this giant raccoon sticking his nose out of one of the baskets. He had made it into like a thing. And I called animal control. And this guy, as you'll see, Trav, This is your yard, John? This is my backyard, right outside my bedroom window. Holy this shit. This took... 
he he did battle with that that <laughs> raccoon for a good five minutes before he could. Cr- and look how big it is. I was just gonna say that like a ra- That's not the cute little cartoon raccoon. No, that looks like. So a Taylor, I just sent it to you. You dog. may need more than Clinton Yates's bat. <laughs> you may you may need a very large. Yeah, th- I was in a standoff yeah. with them for about twenty minutes. They were not flinching. Um, so. Since we're telling stories about, I, I may have told this story before. Um, that's the, oh no, are, are you serious? Somebody's repeating a story. I never <laughs> heard of such a thing. Yeah, yeah it's a radio one hundred and one, right? Um, our dog Murphy. When I was, are, in are you school. serious? My new dog is named Murphy. Yeah. I didn't Murphy. know that you had a dog named Murphy. Our, our dog, We're getting a new dog, and we named her Murphy. So oh, Mur- nice. Murphy was a good sized dog, like a yeah. 75, 80 pound dog, big dog, Gordon Setter, Irish Setter, but black mm-hmm. instead of red. Um, we had grew up in Arcadia, and so there's raccoons and possums and all of those right. things running all over the place. Dog chases a possum, I think it was, to the corner of the fence and corners this animal right and so there's some sort of scrum that takes place and we notice when the dog comes back into the house dog's bleeding Mm. and so you you're trying to figure out where it's coming from the dog's paw is bleeding and yeah. the, the dog whether the oh, possum had done it story, i remember it, the, the, yeah. i don't know if the, the possum had done it or the raccoon or it gotten caught in the fence but it had kind of like gotten a chunk taken out of one of the nails nice. right okay so we take the dog to the vet and the, the vet says um you know as weird as it sounds the best way to fix this is we're just going to take the end of that little toe off and right. dog will be fine i'll never know the difference it's it's not a big deal okay cool so I know well the the, 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 the the vet comes out after performing <laughs> the operation and my, I, I need to go back a little my mother treated this dog like a person okay like Mason my, my, yeah. my mother yeah. was just crazy about this dog and he says, I'm very well, curious what Mason would have done in this scenario <laughs> yeah, yeah okay I, I don't know the story okay. so the the vet says to my my mother um we got the toe off and Murphy is fine. However, there was a complication. We inadvertently removed the wrong toe. No! (laughs) And so now the dog is down two toes. The dog, so we had to take off the the infected, damaged one, and we inadvertently removed a healthy toe. So Mace, what do you do in that scenario? What's your next move? I call my attorney and I say, <laughs> my dog is missing a healthy toe. Well, couldn't the vet see the injured toe? Well, that's the that's the right question, Michael. Mm. That where you know if the other toe is infected, it was bleeding. Right. It was like I, I I don't know why this guy missed the the wrong toe, yeah. but he did. Um, and the, before Mace, to your point, before we get the attorney the involved, <laughs> call <laughs> Jacob or Bronny. So, but the uh, the the vet says, you know, I to wish my Jacob folks, was here. I wish I, we, I I'd love to ask Jacob. We do I have him. legal recourse yeah, in this scenario? Yeah. Do we have a case? And the vet says to my folks, he says, um, obviously, we're going to offer you free veterinary care for the rest of the life of this or any other animal that you <laughs> oh, may that's have. That's a good deal, though. And that's my dad goes, done. We'll see you next week. Yeah, like, yeah he was inside of Kramer on Seinfeld when they offered him free coffee. <laughs> exactly. Free coffee for life. Done. Sold. I'll take Sold. it. So, yeah. So, Murphy got free veterinary care for the, the rest of his life. My parents have never had another dog. Did you have a lo- good suit if you wanted a suit? I have no idea. I mean, it's a dog. I, it's not like it's a person. I love your dad jumping on a person. Sold. Malpractice. Yeah. So, I've got a similar story. So, at the place I used to live, John, you were there. Uh, there were gigantic palm trees, right? They're like 100 feet high palm trees, really mature trees and beautiful. So uh, the uh, neighbor, and it's actually somebody, I, I won't say his name, but it's somebody we would know. Uh, his cat up on the third floor continued to pee onto the palm tree until it stunk like crazy. So the homeowners association said, we're going to just cut down that palm tree because it stinks. So we come home one day. And there's the palm tree is gone. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, no, that's not the cat pee palm tree. They cut down a completely other <laughs> oh, 100 foot mature oh. palm tree. It was so pissing me off. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. Uh, but yeah, no. So you do sometimes cut down the wrong thing, I, I suppose. So do I 
thank you guys blame you like they, i just I, I think that you guys are responsible for me having to attend to zoom this yes morning. we were <laughs> and, yeah. i don't know anything I, about it i had nothing to do with and yet uh, a chunk of my morning was occupied okay. listening yeah, I to don't a think, presentation I, I, mean, I was listening to the presentation i don't think we should talk about it but john it's your call uh i blame bergman it was <laughs> yeah, his idea <laughs> yep uh and here's the truth bergman knew nothing until we actually executed <laughs> no. it on the air uh, like fact, we didn't, didn't even run it by him didn't like yeah i I said, hey, Greg, we have a really big giveaway we're about to do. And he goes, really? Yeah. And that, and then when we found out we were in trouble for it, we went, Bergman, why would you make us do that I know, giveaway? I know more about that uh, end of the business than I ever did before. Yeah. I feel fully educated, man. Well, John and I beforehand said uh, fully uh, easier to apologize afterwards. Which <laughs> well, is, so, Trav, the apology. This is, well, this is us to you. A easy. heartfelt <laughs> sorry for having to attend. That is 30 minutes of your life you will never get back. Meeting about like the, the how to behave in the workplace. No, no, about yeah. giveaways. Rules. It was like, yeah, it was just rules. Just rules. 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 We need. You have to follow. Mike, you just can't willy nilly <laughs> give away anything. You got to follow the rules. Play the, by the rules. This is a classic. Better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Well, that situation. was our strategy. Apparently, <laughs> we didn't think. I didn't, sent it. Matter of fact, I sent a text to Mason like one minute into this meeting. I go, I don't think we our our uh, master plan thought this through <laughs> quite as well as we should have. Yeah, I think it had complications that we did not. Foresee. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that the Lakers season starts in 11 days. I know. I can't believe it's Media Day Monday now? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys this. People, several people have asked me this, and I don't know the answer. Michael, I'm curious what you think. So, originally, today, in less than an hour, at 2 o'clock, Rob Palinka and Darvin Ham were scheduled to meet with the media, do a press conference in El Segundo at 2 o'clock. Which, by the way, seemed really weird because they normally talk well, that on may be media the, day. Okay, that may be the answer. Maybe they somebody just didn't think it through. But they, in the middle of the day yesterday, sent out a note. That press conference has been postponed. We'll do it on Monday at media day. That just could have just been a logistical error. That That's what people are asking me. Is yeah. it something or nothing? Yeah, it seems nothing. like nothing. But it's what nothing. do you guys think? It's nothing because they're not going to say anything anyway. It's going to be just stock answers. Mace? Yeah, we're going to work hard. Yeah. We're going to play. I mean, hard. what do you think? Something or nothing? Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it was weird that they scheduled it for the day before media day, but or it was the week before, before yeah. media day. Week before, but I, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Anything. This is not a big announcement. I'm going to go the other way, just for simple that I, I would imagine that these things are thought through. This I is, yeah. I, and I'm not saying it's that they're going to change this the course how, of the organization. This is how the press conference would have went. John Lyon, you'd be Rob Palenka. Okay. So, uh, Rob, so have you guys decided? No, you'd be Darvin Ham. Okay. So, Darvin, have you decided on the starting Ooh, five my. yet? Uh, not yet. We haven't even opened camp. I haven't yeah. even seen what these guys can do yet. So when we get out there, ask me again in a couple of weeks. There you go. Okay, thank you. End of the press conference. <laughs> okay, now I'll be Rob Palenka. Go ahead and ask me a question. Okay, uh, you're, you're Rob Palenka. Uh, Rob, what are you going to do about the Patrick Beverly and uh, Russell Westbrook situation? Because I'm sure they both want to start. Well, as they said in Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist, <laughs> you just spread the confetti in the air. Is that pretty close? There you go. It's there not you bad. Go. <laughs> it's not bad. No, look, I, I, I get it. I'm not saying that they're going to reveal their ultimate strategy right. in any of these mm -hmm. press What's conferences. The the point is, wait a minute, Bahamian Grillmaster, you couldn't get anything out of him. Yeah, no. well, Michael, I thought you could get it. No. You would do the toughest no. interview well, of anyone well, in Los Angeles. The point is, is that hey, guys, we may have something that's going to come up between now and then. So why don't we just push this thing to the back? Oh. No, not necessarily going to happen, but might happen. So instead of doing this twice, why don't we just do? Are it you once? suggesting? A conspiracy theory, <laughs> because you know I believe them all. I know. Well, maybe I, yeah. right now they're working. They're working very, very quietly and patiently on moving Russell Westbrook out of town. It could be something like that. It might be something where a player who, since the end of the season, really hasn't expressed a great deal of desire to want to stay, and there but doesn't seem market, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of interest in having him stay. That maybe something like that happens between now and mm -hmm. what was supposed to happen today, and happens next Monday. Hey, before you go, Travis, I want to ask you. Ireland brought up yesterday that he thinks the food at SoFi is awful, and I got a lot of in the mafia. I got a lot of uh, affirmation about that. Have you run into that? Do you, are you happy with the selections of food that you have at SoFi? So where I am, and, and in the interest of full disclosure, I've not yep. sat in a seat. I've only been to SoFi as a member of the working press and sat okay. in the press box. Mason has really good yeah. seats. The, yeah, where, really where good seats. the food that I have access to is very, very good. I will say this. All of my friends that have attended – 
all of the, the, the things that I get on social too, Mace, has been a almost unanimous consensus that the food inside SoFi is not up to snuff. Yeah. yeah. I, matter of fact, Mace, after we, ruined pizza. after we had that, that discussion on the air yesterday, I got four or five more tweets last night from people saying, that it's worse that I do I didn't go hard enough. Yeah. That it's worse than I said it was. There was a mustard short mustard shortage at the beginning of last season. I believe that that's been corrected. That you can now get mustard on your hot dogs and pretzels, and that's good. But I, it's not the first time. I've Other heard than that. fries, pizza, and hot dogs, maybe a burger. What else do you want in the football? Well, they, got well, ev- they got everything. Go to there Dodger now. Stadium. They've got that's. I think that's probably the best food setup we've got because they they have every single vendor and store. And if you go to that center field area, there's Some, like a shake to, shack. Yep. To Mace, to your point, somebody did like put up a poll on yeah. uh, on in, like what sports venue has the best food and dodger stadium blew everything away yeah. like dodger yeah, they've stadium done a great job 60 percent of recent well dodger especially stadium. when you get like but i was thinking because sofi things. was new that we would get like like I for example the chase center in san francisco really good great and uh where michael and i are up on that we're up on a press level they have like it's not it's not typical concession food. It's like every restaurant in San Francisco has their own That's booth. the way to do it, right? Yeah. They yeah. get the guys that do it. Because I think, to your point, John, because it's new, that might be why it's not there yet. Dodge Stadium's been there 60 years. Yeah. you got to figure these things out, a little trial and error, find out what works, find out what doesn't work, and bring in the right sushi guy, bring in the right burrito guy, bring in the right burger guy, bring in the right X, Y, and Z guy. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And lots of beer and liquor. That's right. That <laughs> covers up any deficiency. Sure there does. you go. It sure does. Mason and Ireland coming well, up you next. You need a garlic fries anyway. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>